Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Kayla. I'm Thomas. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. And welcome back to episode three. No, welcome four. back to episode four of our Light in the Load series with Jansport. Our which final episode. Is the final episode. The last one. Right. I know it's been a great, a good, a good month of this series. I think it's a lot of important subjects were uh, covered. It was like. Yeah, back a lot. To back quality. Of course. These episodes Thank have you, been Jack. my favorite. I know, right? Like, yeah. Maybe it's because we planned it. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. What we said we didn't want to do might have been what was holding us back. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Jansport, thank for you. Uh, presenting this series and, you know, passing the mic down to us. Lighten the Load is a mental health initiative aimed to tackle the mental health crisis among youth and among teenagers, which is why we're talking about all the problems that we face in this episode. We're talking about one that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I don't know why we've gone Have two you? years without talking about it. Yeah, I think since oh. the beginning, I remember like writing this down and always thought it was so interesting. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being fucking poor. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go Basically, about money. Right? Yeah, I know. I'll to that one. Sheesh. So, Sheesh. look, here's the deal. None of us are really rich or wealthy or... For the most part, even like well off, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and it's like, I think I just I just want to focus on like what that's like and like the kind of pressures that puts on you, because for me, I know that I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm like very near the poverty line, if not like at it, which was like it's so wild, right? Because you always hear about like, um, people, you know, like oh, people are in poverty, people are living in poverty. You're like, damn, that must be terrible. And then you look at yourself, you're like, oh, shit, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even realize it, right? And so I think it was, it's so weird because, I don't know, I guess ever since I was, I was young, I, I always saw money as, a, as an issue, right? Because you always hear your parents saying that you should uh, save electricity, you should save food, you should save water, you should save everything. And I think... I realize that does cause like certain amounts that goes into your like adolescent and like adult years. Because for me, I think constantly just feeling worried about our financial situation. Now I realize makes me scared that like money's going to run out at any time. So every time that I have some money, I like have a habit of saving a lot of it because or no, you know what's weird? If I save a hundred, then I never like going down under a hundred. If I save two hundred, then I don't like going. It's like each new goal is like what I can no longer go. I do below. the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So then you just I, keep going. I do the same thing. Um, I think a part of it sort of stems because I sometimes feel guilty spending money, even though it doesn't really have to be so expensive. Just spending money on myself, I sometimes like doubt myself and i think like well can i get this cheaper do i really need it when am i going to be using it how many times can i use it and i just start thinking so much because of the emphasis that was put on money when i was growing up um especially like through my parents and stuff um like my dad he he worked two full-time jobs for like the like the majority of my childhood like i don't know how many years I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really see him that much. He came home at night. He'd eat. 
to go to sleep and then he'd wake up and go to work and then it'd just be like the full cycle so I didn't really see him and I just I remember him like just being so tired and grumpy because <laughs> obviously if you're working like two jobs that aren't really something that you would want to pursue necessarily uh-huh. um it can take a toll on yeah. you know your mental health and like how you feel so i think that was like evident in you know the, the way that he acted and stuff like that yeah that's the same with my mom all my life um she um worked two jobs as well so she would work one um in the daytime and then one in the nighttime mm-hmm. and so like there's only like that small sliver of um time mm-hmm. where we yes. do like see each other right and that's like maybe like five to to ten mm-hmm. so only like five hours but like in those times you know she's using that to sleep because she couldn't sleep from the night shift mm-hmm. and so like um because of that i felt like i didn't even couldn't spend time with my mom like during the weekdays um yeah so i i like totally relate to that Gila. yeah same like even on the weekdays i mean on the weekends too like he would be tired and stuff which yeah. is completely understandable so like i would just you know mm-hmm. let him rest and you know i didn't i didn't get that though you know like i was very um i say like i didn't know back then i didn't know like how much she was really sacrificing and then because like she always slept and then i couldn't see her i thought she like didn't want to be with me or didn't want to i guess take care of me even though like she's doing this for me but, like, back then, I just didn't see it. No, sometimes I would think the same thing, too. Like, does he want to spend time with me? Yeah. Um, But that's that's not the case at all. It's, it's not. It's just, like, uh-huh. a matter of time. Yeah. They're working for us. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah, they're really trying to provide for their kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't forget that, you know? Just to, like, to viewers, you know, if this is happening to you, your parents care about you. They really do. Yeah, I think... Part of the reason, you know, they're gone so much Yeah. that my mom, I remember when I was younger, she would go to work around two or three, I think. And I came home from school at like two or something. So there was like an hour that I'd see her Yeah. and then she'd go to work and come back at 12, I think. And so I only got to see her like an hour each day and I didn't even realize how little that was, mm-hmm. which meant that like in that entire time I would spend it like alone. Right. And so... I'm pretty sure, like, because our parents work so much, that's, and, like, why my, the reason, like, you know, my mom was working so much that I, I was, like, forced to become just very independent, right? I had to just, it was up to me to, you know, finish my homework and eat and make myself something to eat and just kind of take care of myself, I guess, and keep myself entertained or company. So it kind of sucks that when you live, you know, in the lower income area there's so many side effects one you're forced to grow up really quickly and just take care of yourself two you have a constant anxiety that money's going to run out and you never know when it might run out and three you have to just sacrifice and a lot of things and you see other people not you know you see other people with new clothes or new things and you wish you had that and going on trips and then you you don't have any of that so there's like a certain sense of frustration that gets placed on you to make more money and just because it just i think for me i i just felt really frustrated with our situation you know i wanted to help and there was a sense of frustration because i wanted to help and i wanted to make money even though i was only like 13 i was like 13 12 years old and i was like feeling frustrated because i felt like i wasn't doing anything and i was just kind of like taking up money without really making any which is a terrible thing 
for any kid to have to feel and go through. And I think because of that, now I always feel so, so hesitant to spend money. Like Kayla said, like I, I really do stress myself out when I, I spend money. Like either, I, I, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I guess I, I, I do way too much research into like every purchase to make sure it's like the best thing and it's like the same thing. And then I just get so stressed out that I'd rather just not spend anything at all. <laughs> so, it's weird. Um, I think it's, I think my, my situation is a little more different. I wouldn't say I, I struggle as badly and I do have the privilege of having like my, um, my parents are really hard workers and I would like never see them growing up, but they still were able to make enough for my family to go on like trips and cruises and like all this stuff so i'm not gonna be like oh yeah i'm poor and i'm struggling too when i really don't think i am um i was like talking about this with kayla where like we get really frustrated when someone who clearly isn't poor is like complaining like oh my god i'm so poor like i can't afford but they're pretty well off um and it's just very frustrating so i don't know i don't want to come off as like someone who is like pretending to struggle when I'm really not um but yeah I do um I do relate with the whole not really seeing your parents thing because I never saw my mom or my dad like at all and we actually had to like stay at my relative's house like for the majority of the week because my parents were always working and yeah but besides that I guess I was never really concerned with money. My parents don't ever tell me anything. I live in a nice house. Um, honestly, yeah, like I'm very privileged and I'm very, you know, I'm very grateful for, you know, my parents and that I'm able to afford other stuff and not have to worry so much, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, it isn't even just the thing that's exclusive to people that are, you know, low income. Even people with high income don't see their parents, right? People like that have parents that are doctors or, you know, difficult jobs such as those. They, they also experience the same thing. So, I just have so much frustration with the fact that I, I don't have, like, the same wealth as others you know it's mm -hmm. so frustrating seeing other people in like a house or with a car or with a new phone and i think just knowing that like you're not there yet is so frustrating because i just think i wonder what that must be like being able to go on trips and stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i think one day you'll get there <laughs> yeah. yeah and um how you mentioned earlier how um or like seeing people with like new new phones or clothes or whatever um yeah that was just such a shitty feeling <laughs> because I, I like i was never one to shop at like urban outfitters or like Paxson or whatever because for me those stores are just too expensive and to this day i still like steer away from those stores because i just feel like like i don't belong there yeah. <laughs> you know i don't know if that makes sense um it just feels so weird to actually like go in 
and purchase something from there. Um, but I remember, I think it was like one year or I don't know how long this was. Um, but my dad, he like lost one of his jobs. So for Christmas, like we just went to, um, I think it was like Didi's, Didi's discount. <laughs> and we got like, or me and my sister, we got like three shirts each. And that was like, that was our Christmas. And even then I, I was like, I felt angry sort of. I was like, well, why can't we get like, I don't know, just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But looking back on it, it was very selfish mm-hmm. of me to think that way. But at the same time, I was a kid, so I need to be more lenient with myself. And mm-hmm. like, you didn't know. How, yeah, how I was reacting at the time. But now that I'm older, obviously. Yeah, my mom shopped a lot there at Didi's too. And growing up, I would just wear like whatever my mom got and stuff like that. Like kids around me would always go shopping or whatever, but I would just get whatever. And I would just feel conflicted because, you know, I know that money would be really tight. Yeah, I'd have like dumb expectations that I can like go shopping wherever, you know. Mm -hmm. And I never described my situation, but like growing up, um, it would be my brother and my sister that would work the most. And so I just have like really hardworking siblings and my mom had twins because, you know, I have a twin sister. So she'd have to like always take care of both of us a lot. And, you know, we wouldn't really have like a stable place to live. Like I'd have to live with relatives or like cousins and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it was really hard. And we would always be moving to like different schools, different homes. And I think that's why like I'm always so careful with money because like it's not even like I feel like I had any in the first place. But yeah, and then middle school, I got like my own apartment and that was really cool. And we started doing a lot better off, but I'm just very careful with money because after seeing my siblings like work their ass off for like all these years and stuff like that, like if I don't like make or meet up to their expectations, I'm just, they're going to be working their whole lives and I'm never going to be able to support them either. Like I just want to give them a break, you know? Yeah, it sucks that like, I think we all wish we would just become extremely rich so we could just support everyone and make sure they never Yeah, like work my siblings or parents, no one has to work and I just yeah. work and pay them back for everything they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all feel that sense of responsibility. And I think, you know, what makes me cry so no, easily... Stop, <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm already... I'm not, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I think... It's just... I just remember how, like... It, I, I always tell Thomas this, but, like, you know, when things used to just be so simple, right? When you were younger, like, in middle school, and you would, you know, if you wanted to go out, like, you would ask your mom if she had, like... I would ask my mom if she had just any money, and she would just give, like... She would give me, like, 15 or $20, which was a lot for her, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like... It's just so cute and just so innocent just being able to go, like, shop somewhere to the mall or something with my $20 and feeling like I had, like, so much money and and just i guess just the innocence that like that was so simple and that's what you were like i was happy with that right i never like mm-hmm. the thought of having 50 dollars was wild that's Yo, crazy. that was crazy. that was crazy right like 50 dollars is like that's not possible 20 was like the max that was like just amazing to me and just i think just i think sometimes money makes things a lot more complicated Mm-hmm. and there's there's a certain innocence in just how simple it is being young and not aware of like financial situations and just feeling being happy with what you have 
Um, and yeah, that's like, that's just something that I think about. It's just like, sometimes, even though I'm like, I live just in like a small apartment and just, you know, have a very modest lifestyle for the most part, is like, it, I, I still feel like I'll miss it even if I ever do get like a huge mansion or something, right? Like, I feel like I, I would look back on this like small apartment and just feel like this is kind of like, it's it's where you grew up um and just to think that like you might get out of this situation is so i don't know it's it's i don't know if it's scary or concerning but it feels weird to know that you won't live that hopefully i won't live in this apartment my entire life it's like not sure if it's something i want or not mm -hmm. i mean i get you i've lived in like the same apartment for 20 years Dang. yeah so that's been like the only place i've ever known really to be my home so to think that you know i can like move away or like that not be my home it is a crazy surreal thought but yeah yeah but like i'm at least happy i lived in the apartment and like even if money was tight like those values that you learn like it humbles you a lot I feel like in the future, when you get a hold of money, you'll be like a lot smarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think being poor is essential to knowing that you're rich, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like you can't if you've been wealthy your entire life, you don't know what it's like to be wealthy because this is your normal. If you've been poor, mm -hmm. you know what it's like to go up, but if you're at the top, you can't know what that's like. And I guess that does make me glad that, like, I'm not entirely angry at the fact that I am just very, very uh, poor. I think it's just it's just kind of like I realized that, like, there is a lot that I learned and, like, a big reason for this, you know, the, the persistence and the motivation and the drive that I have is due to, like, feeling trapped and feeling like if I don't get my stuff together... I will never get out of it. And so I feel this immense pressure to just figure something out, right? And that's, I think, the reason I've been able to have successes like the podcast and such. And also, I think that... um, Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. I think... I think... What was I going to say? Hmm. I don't remember. You okay? It's okay. Yeah, it's all yeah. Right. You good? Yeah, I don't remember. Don't I know. have something to no. say. Okay. All right. Yeah, just, just from hearing everybody, um, I'm just really glad that I'm able to relate to all of you guys. And um, just to be sympathetic, you know, if I didn't grow up like this, I didn't have the experience that I had to this day, I don't think I'd be able to relate the same way that I do right now. And because of that, um, just 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 because I just grew up like this kind of life, I learned to be more sympathetic towards other people, mm -hmm. yeah. which is really nice. I think for me, I always kind of grew up like very ungrateful, I guess. Like I took a lot of things for granted. I didn't realize like how much better my situation really was than other people. And I just took so many things for granted that a lot of people would really want in life, you know? And 
I didn't really have this realization until um like I don't remember what when exactly, but when I realized like most of my friends were you know, they didn't live in houses and they were in apartments and they never really went on any trips or anything like that. Like it made me realize how fucking spoiled I really was and how I would be like really inconsiderate. Like I always I guess like I kept making plans to do this and that when I didn't realize, you know, they didn't have money and that's why they couldn't go. And I never really understood that for some reason, but I'm, you know, I realized that I guess, um, hanging out with like, I don't, I mean, okay, I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but, um, I guess hanging out with, um, like, people that aren't exactly, like, people of low income, people of low income, it makes me just realize, like, how ungrateful I am, and it humbles me, I guess, like, it makes me really value every little thing in life, and, you know, be sympathetic towards everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. In the future, you know, we won't grow up like a dick. Yeah, you know, we won't be dicks. Yeah, exactly. And you know, tying that into our sponsor for this episode, which is Jansport. Um, I think it's important that we talk about this kind of stuff because of the the impact that these kind of things can have on you. T- people, especially with money, you know, I don't think people like talking about money, and so you know, thank you to Jansport for giving us the opportunity to talk about money and and you know making sure that's known to other people that it's fine to talk about and i think light in the load is a really good initiative and it's a really it's nice that companies are willing to touch on subjects that others aren't so thank you for that jans for for sponsoring us and allowing us to do this and i think um yeah there there it's a great light in the load is a great initiative you go to jansport.com slash light in the load and kind of see everything they have to offer. Like I said in the previous episode, they have a bunch of resources um, to help you. If so, if you're struggling with your mental health, check out jansport.com slash light in the load and just take a look at what they offer. Um, we're on the website as well, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a great thing. And also, they are giving you 20% off. So if you use code Teenage Therapy on one word, all caps, you got a 20% off discount, which is also very nice. So, um, with that being said, you know, thank you, Jansper, for sponsoring us. And I think that ties into, like, my next point, that, like, one, first thing is that, like, the fact that, like, I, my family income is already so low, to go lower than this would be, like, impressive, right? I would have to really fuck up to go lower than this. And that kind of, I guess, does give me a sense of comfort that it, it's 90%. There's a 90% chance that, like, my situation will be better in the future. And that's nice to know. And also, it's just, I think sometimes, I, I it's wild to me that this podcast is now something that makes us money, Right? You know, whenever we have sponsors or or 
whenever we have companies sponsor us, we make money from that. And it's it's so mind blowing to me that like just one sponsorship could make us more money than like what my mom makes an entire year of working. And that really just makes me realize like how just grateful I, I am for this, I guess. How grateful I am for it. It it gets me I don't know what kind of feeling I feel, but it gets me emotional just realizing like that I have the opportunity to do this and make money from this because one, it's something that is genuinely helpful to people, right? And it, it helps a lot of people and it, it, there, it spreads a good message. And I think that's, that makes me, I think that makes me proud of myself knowing that if I'm making money, at least I'm doing it and for a good reason and for a good cause. And it's helping people, I guess. I think that makes it a lot more, a lot more fulfilling. So thank you for listening and, and supporting us and just giving us the chance to make money from this and it's so wild that just just because you listen to this just because you listen to our words and you 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 take in all of it and you process it that's enough to change our lives completely and your individual action of listening to this podcast in this episode is completely changing our financial situation right so thank you for that and I I do want you to know that I appreciate you so so much. And I wish I could meet you. I do wish I could meet you. Yeah, it's like super crazy to think about like all the opportunities that we've been given. It's it's all because of you guys and you're actually interested in hearing about our lives and hearing about our experiences. And I don't know, like it, it, it hits me sometimes. Like sometimes I don't realize how, how meaningful it really is for you guys to take time out of your day to listen to us talk. And yeah, we all really appreciate it. So today I was reading the Instagram messages that Gail sent um, from like, from when we first started and reading that it just made me feel so emotional how guy was saying like just reading the screenshots made my like eyes tear up because we like i know we said it so many times but like i I wouldn't have pictured this growth for us and sometimes i feel almost like not deserving of it like i i always think like well like you know, somebody could be doing this position like much better than me or there's like always going to be somebody else, right? And so sometimes like I let that get in my head a little bit, but I just want to say like, thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why it gets me so <laughs> emotional like, thinking about it. I have to stop talking I'm, or else I'm, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> like I'm just, 
I don't know why why I cry when I say this. I think it's just so. It's just a mix of just so much gratefulness for you, so much love for you, and just knowing that like everyone's a real person, genuinely listening is so so. I don't know. It's so nice, and also just, and also thinking about like sometimes the relief of it, right? That like we've been successful so far and we've made money off of it so far and that alone is like there's a big sense of relief in that and even though it's near like not nearly enough and you still we still have to keep going and keep doing our thing it's still like sometimes i just look back and reflect on just how far we've come with this and it's it's so it's so just bewildering to see and just to feel i guess especially yeah. thinking about how much could have gone wrong yeah like not only has the support been really helpful in just our like financial like state it's also been really amazing for like my mental health like i i don't think you know with the pod like i mean without the podcast i wouldn't have been able to grow so much like each of us i think each of us has gone through so much personal growth and become such different people than where we were originally at the start and it's i think it's really all because of the podcast and it feels really nice um when i get your guys's messages and when i realize like how much support i actually have like i don't know i remember i was reading this like youtube comment i think and it was just talking about i like it broke my heart watching like hearing thomas um cry and be how like so sad about his life and i'm just so happy that he's getting better and it made me ball my eyes out like i don't know it it's really nice you know it's just so heartwarming it's amazing to know that there's a support system and even though I don't see you guys and I don't interact with you guys you know all the time I know you guys are there and that gives me a lot of comfort so thank you yeah I think I also feel like frustration you know not being able to not being able to help you more because it does, it does, um, it is unfortunate that a lot of you are struggling with mental health and, you know, you might be struggling with depression or anxiety or PTSD or bipolar disorder or addiction or heartbreak, you know, your sexuality, anything that you might be struggling with. And... It does make me feel frustrated that I can't help you on a personal level. You know, I can't, I can't directly come for you, and I wish I could, but yeah, I think my hope is that I think my my hope is that you do find comfort in this. And that 
you feel less alone because it's 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 sometimes hard to believe but it it's it's hard to believe but it is really possible to get a lot of comfort from someone you've never met and i understand that which is why i i feel like we have a responsibility to just i don't know i don't even know what we have a responsibility to do i just know that i want to help you and i and i hope to keep helping you as much as i can in the same way that you help us right by supporting us and listening which and then allows us to make money and you know feel comforted by you guys so i guess we're both comforting each other which is nice but mark you gotta go i do yeah. mark has to go to work yeah. <laughs> yeah. for those that don't know i did getting money he's Hello. getting money changing his life that's um, wild. We should have talked about that. What? That you're getting a job. You're making your own money. Yeah, that's... I guess I can talk about it, like, real quick. Yeah. You know, main reason why I'm getting this job is basically to save up for a car. And... um, I think that's it, to be honest with you. But, like, that's pretty much it. I'm just... You know, I just got this job. It was... It was interesting. It was interesting getting the job. You know, lots of different perspectives. And I guess it's like shows that we're growing up. You know, sooner or later, we're going to be filing for taxes and maybe filing for financial aid. We already, I mean, we already did that for, for financial aid. I haven't done it yet. That's why I'm saying that. But <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and then I guess the thing with growing up too, it's like, basically just setting up goals for yourself you know find out what you want to do with your life and then soon like once i get my car i'm gonna be like creating goals for something else you know maybe like oh then i'm gonna go you know save up for an for books oh an apartment yeah do it save up for an apartment and get a credit card own, have your own responsibility exactly it's like as each year goes on we get more responsibilities and like for me you know right now for me, it's it's the job. That's that's my new responsibility, and I don't know what's gonna be coming, you know, up next. You know what I'm saying? And then sooner or later, or as time comes, like my next goal is gonna be having a family or like having kids. But like, first of all, like finding a wife. But 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 okay, but or I guess. Stop talking. You know, just like it's gonna come back full circle because my mom had me when I was 23. No, when she was 23. So just, you know, just reaching that age, I'm probably not going to have kids by then, but like just reaching the age where I do have my own kids, I'm going to be at the same state where my mom is at right now. Okay, that's 23. Maybe you will. Maybe. I don't know. You never know. know. But like, it's going to be, I guess, like (laughs) bittersweet just to see like, huh, am I doing better than my mom right now? Am I I at the same stage? Like, you don't know. But I guess like the whole like point is just to, use their sacrifices so that you can have a better life because that's all that's all they wanted you know they're they're making sacrifices so that their kid can have a better life and it keeps on going and then i'm gonna sooner or later make sacrifices so that my kids can have a better life 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. That's all I gotta say. I think the other I'm thing. Kind of straight away from. Okay. <laughs> no, I think it all directly does tie to money because, like, I just financial stress, right? And just mm-hmm. like the pressure I feel from making money and the relief I feel from the fact that I'm making money from something makes me grateful. And like the other thing is like, I do think money will make me happier because the reason I want money is for two reasons. One, freedom. And two, to help others. I want to help others and I want to have the freedom to do the things I want to do. And I want to have enough money to do so. And I think that's why I really, really want to make a lot of money so I could do all of those things. I wanted, I wanted to be able to get the financial freedom, like you know, my siblings, my mom couldn't, and you know, just get enough money to do whatever they want to do, like travel, like drive around, you know, buy whatever they want. I just want to be able to provide that for them. Yeah, I'm just like so grateful that like how much my parents have sacrificed. Like, moving from Vietnam to America hasn't been easy. And, you know, I didn't always live in this house and all that. Um, So, yeah, real big shout out to my immigrant parents for working so fucking hard all the time. And letting me live a happy and comfortable life. And, you know, trying to, you know, give me the best I can, you know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I do appreciate my mom a lot for working so hard. I don't think it's easy being an immigrant for anyone, really. And yeah, it's not easy being that. But <sighs> I think traveling, like you know, it's such a not not like minuscule thing, but it's it's not super something like that's put an emphasis on it really is such a luxury that i take for granted because like my mom um she hasn't really gone anywhere and <sighs> this is sad because you just like want them to experience everything they wanted you know like your mom, you know, may have always wanted to go to Europe, like my mom always have, and it's like, I really, really want her to see the world one day, and, you know, yeah, like, it's it's sad, because you can't do that right now, so, but, you know, in the future, you just hope that all your hard work and effort pays off, and you can finally, you know, let your mom relax and have, like, those luxuries in life exactly like i would love to have a car and take her to like san diego at least (laughs) um like an hour to two hour drive or to like santa barbara just anywhere but home because and like she's mentioned before how she'd like like to visit new york when it's christmas time and i would just like i would love to do that you know so hopefully one day (laughs) One day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully one day. Yeah, and there's always, like, complications with jobs and stuff. And seeing how, like, money has just caused so many complications with, like, you know, my parents 
um, marriage or just like the way they interact with the family and stuff like my mom she got her first job like first ever job when she was like 40 something and I was like so proud of her because you know her job was like taking care of me and my siblings but now that we're you know older we can do that ourselves so to see her like you know get her first ever job it was like is that how like me going to school for the first time was for her because <laughs> that was just it was i don't know it was like sad and i was well happy for her but at the same time kind of i don't know it was like she was growing up even though she's literally 40 <laughs> she's like 40 something um it was just like i don't know see seeing her like go out of her comfort zone and like, put herself out there just to make money for herself and you know my siblings it was just that's the thing that i'm so grateful for yeah it's it sucks seeing your parents stress themselves out over a job or over money and like knowing you can't really do anything and wishing you could just make like ensure that they don't have to do things they don't want to do it's it's so heartbreaking but we'll get there eventually i hope i hope <laughs> you know we will, we will. We will. Yeah. We will. I definitely will. It would really take a lot for me to give up. Make less money <laughs> than I do now. To be in a worse financial situation. And to give up and settle. Like I don't think I'd ever settle like that. Mm-hmm. If I was like thirty four I still wouldn't settle. Yeah. And apparently like Money doesn't increase your happiness past seventy five thousand. That surprised me so much. Wow. <laughs> me too. So maybe that's the goal. Just seventy five thousand, then you settle. Wait, what if you buy like a hundred thousand dollar car that you like? Exactly. That's what I feel like. I think it just depends if like material things make people happy or not. Yeah. As long as I have enough money to support myself and let me do whatever I need to do, like mm-hmm. travel and stuff. You know, I don't I don't need like a big house or anything. It would be nice, but I think all I really want is to let my let me and my family live a very comfortable life and have really cool experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also kind of want I want to talk about um like the feeling of isolation that can come with coming from a low income family, especially when you have friends that you know like have houses and like their parents are you know financially well off or things like that um i sometimes still feel it like yeah like it's in a separate friend group everybody (laughs) except me um like they have their own house they have cars that like their parents got them and of course i'm happy for them (laughs) like you know i'm so happy that they're able to have a car and you know their own room um you know just things like that but it's still, like, it kind of hurts, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't know. Do you feel that? It's it's so hard. Just, I guess it's just, I, I think it's just the feeling of, sometimes it sucks when they, it doesn't seem like they're grateful for it. Or like, oh when they don't God. understand what they yeah. have. Like, yes. the biggest example for that is, like, I'd be at school, right? Sounds like, I live right here, but I don't want to walk home. I want to get a ride. And me, like, I've literally never had a car, like, 
my mom hasn't had a car mm-hmm. since like we were born, right? Mm-hmm. And so since I have to walk everywhere, it's just they they're just so ungrateful for it. Like, oh, why don't you just get a ride? I'm yeah. I feel too ashamed to be like, oh, I don't have a car. Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do they want me to say? Like, just people need to learn how to be more considerate for that. Yeah, I think I was like that. Like I was mentioning earlier, like I hated walking, and it was like no, like I'd rather just like have someone pick me up. And I didn't realize how like obnoxious and spoiled that actually sounded, but yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just it's so frustrating. If you're like that, please, 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 like be a lot more considerate and yeah. don't be a little fucking asshole about it. Yeah, and don't rush your friends who like may not have transportation and yeah. stuff like that. And you know, try and um like be a lot more mindful when you are making plans to go out and stuff and yeah yeah it it does annoy me when people would make plans like unaware of even if they are aware of someone's like situation they like i don't know they would suggest like expensive restaurants or expensive things and i would just i was just like wonder like do they not are they not aware do they not know do they not care like do they not have it through their minds that like some people might not have enough money to afford that so, yeah, it's frustrating seeing people with luxuries, things that we consider luxuries as them being just a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I think, sorry. No, go um, ahead. I sometimes let that, like, fact that, um, like, I was, and I, I'm sure that they don't even view it that way, but, like, I, I felt, Sometimes I was like pretending. Does that make any sense? Because you know, like they they had houses and stuff, and then there's me like in an apartment, like just there. <laughs> um, even though, like I know they don't think that, but sometimes like I can't help, but they, like feel that way, you know. That what? Does that like? I feel so like isolated, in a way. Yeah. Hmm. From what? I think how you're mentioning like the luxuries, you know, how like I would want so badly for like my dad or somebody to be able to like, you know, like get me a car or something, but it's never happened for any of my siblings. Um, So I know it's not going to happen to me and I know that like I need to work and I'm I'm fine with that. Like I'm willing to, you know, just so I'm able to like get what I want. But sometimes it's just like I just wish so badly that it didn't have to be like this hard. Yeah, everything's a everything's a lot harder for us. Um, yeah, which is so terrible. It's 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 it seems so unfair. How much harder everything is that you have to do everything yourself Mm -hmm. there's so many things you can't have and uh, it gets tiring just how hard it is just how how difficult everything becomes you can't get a job because you can't get there you don't have a car because you don't have a job 
It's like, what do you do? Everything's a loop. Everything, everything is so difficult. That's why, like, it's really annoying when people say, like, oh, if you work really hard, then you can beat the system and all that. But there are so many obstacles and things that prevent you from ever, like, reaching that. And I think people don't realize that, like, the reason they were able to do it was because they had the car. They had someone who could drive them to work. They, you know, they had the time to do it. And not everyone has those you know, luxuries to even be able to go to work. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's really annoying. Yeah. I think this episode is so messy. And yeah. I think part of that is just because I don't know how to explain that being poor is hard and sad, right? Very sad. So, there's no other way to explain it besides just crying about my frustrations. Mm-hmm. And I don't want this to come across as, like, us, you know, just crying because we're not, like, the most financially stable. But, we, you know, we still, we are still privileged, you know. We we mm-hmm. have a roof over our heads, um, you know, we're, we're able to have food and things like that. So I don't want it to be completely, like, we're just completely Ungrateful. Yeah, and ungrateful yeah. and yeah. unappreciative because... We really are like of everything that we have and everything that you, the listeners, have given us. Um, so yes. Yeah, I keep that in mind. That was that's that's what I was gonna say earlier. Is that like, even though I live, you know, in a tiny apartment and don't always have the best things or the best cars or you know the best just situation in general, I just I do think of just I I do try to I take time to be grateful often and like remember that like you know this apartment is small but it does feel very nice and just cozy and it feels like home and there's a lot of people that don't have that and you know fucking google (laughs) i'm crying dog chill and just being grateful that like there are a lot of things that other people wish they had there's a lot of people that wish they had the success of, you know, our podcast. There's a lot of people that wish they had a phone like mine or a computer like mine. And that's something that I, I take for granted. And it's not something that I take for granted. I mean, <laughs> it's something that I'm very grateful for. And, you know, that does help. But it's also important to acknowledge that just because someone has it worse doesn't mean you can't also feel bad about your situation. Exactly. Yes. Very well said. But unless anyone else has something to add. Um, yeah. Uh sometimes I think about <laughs> the way that people like might perceive me because you know, on on the outside, like I have I have an iPhone eleven, um, I have a MacBook, like mm-hmm. if that's anything people like would view that I'd be like, Well, you know, she has that, you know, she's she must be somewhat well off. Um and like sometimes by the way I dress, which literally ninety percent is like thrifted, yeah. <laughs> thrifted, or rarely, very rarely, is it ever like in store, like purchase or whatever. Um, and some people might think that like, you know, oh, like I live in a house. <laughs> um, I did. I, I, I did me. tell Kayla like you seem like a house girl. Yeah, and, and like, it's so weird yeah, to like, think that mm-hmm. like. 
people think I live in a house. Like, I live in an apartment, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just a thought that how other people, like, might perceive me based on what I have. Yeah. Which I'm extremely grateful for. Like, mm -hmm. my dad was able to buy that for me um, and my parents. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, but, yeah. I think this episode, like, I couldn't really, like, I could relate to it, but I couldn't really, really relate to it, you know? Um, and I really want to make it clear that I am very fortunate, like, to, like, not have to struggle so hard. Like, I, I, I know my situation isn't as bad, and it's, it's relieving and very comforting to know that, and... I feel sometimes guilty to like be sitting here and like listen to everyone talk about like how you know how hard they have it and it makes me feel really guilty and I'm just like I mean like I know it's not really my fault or like or anything like that but I I am living in a like my room is pretty big and I can like afford nice things and all that um so, yeah, and it also kind of, like, made me realize that there are still some, like, habits of mine, like, of, like, not really understanding other people's financial um, problems and stuff, because when Kayla was talking about, um, like, like, how her friends all live in houses and stuff, and how she kind of feels like, like, um, an outsider it made me feel really bad because I never really thought about that. I never really like thought about how maybe I'm being really inconsiderate when I'm just like talking about like the car that like I got from my older brother and how like, um, it's not like my favorite car, but you know, it's, it's a car. And I didn't realize how fucked up that really is. But I think this like, these conversations kind of made me self-reflect on how grateful and how blessed I actually am. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you're not, I think a lot of people listening to this also feel the same way. And I hope you don't feel guilt over that. If you aren't, you know, if you've never experienced this, you're very lucky. So, don't feel guilty. Don't, don't blame yourself for this don't feel like we're trying to guilt trip you of like feel, look how bad our situation is feel bad for us i hope this doesn't come off as whining it is simply a very real and raw conversation about our situation and that's all it is so if if, the, if you don't experience this and if you don't relate to this the only thing i ask you to take from it is that you be grateful and you remind yourself to be grateful for what you have and if you ever catch yourself feeling like you don't have enough take a moment to just truly appreciate that you have more than some people and that often leaves you feeling grateful and fulfilled um so yeah and if and if you do relate to us i'm sorry but we're in this together and uh we just gotta work hard or work smart not hard probably just work smart and hopefully get out of our situation and you know we'll do our best but at least you know you're not alone mm -hmm. yeah. and like, just in general, after, like, any episode airs or something, and, like, you just want to talk about what we talked about, um, like, you can always DM me. Uh, like, in the forgiveness episode, I remember one of our listeners, they 
they DM me saying like how what I said about um how I felt about forgiveness and like um being resentful and all that stuff. How they were just it was helpful for them and that just made me feel really happy because you know, like my words. I don't know. <laughs> um that people are really taking it into consideration. So if like with any episode or anything, like just DM me, please. <laughs> yeah. And you could also leave a comment on YouTube since this will be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So leave a comment, just tell us what you think, anything you want to say. We do read all the comments. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do mean a lot. We'll be responding to some, liking some, so go leave one at our YouTube channel. But yeah, um, I guess that's it. Any last words, Isaac? No? No, last words from Isaac. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us everywhere at Teenager Therapy. Thank you, Jansport, for sponsoring the episode. Jansport.com slash light in the load. Teenager Therapy, all caps, all one word. Get 20% off. Do your thing. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.